Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is very excited to go back to school, Brandon Siegel. Always excited to go back to school. I am too. I mean, tra- not, see, here's the thing. Trevor and I don't live in the same city as home, so when we record the podcast, we have to drive quite a far distance, and yes. now we're about, what, 30 steps away from yeah, each other? Yeah, literally. Like, um, very I was, close. I mean, I've joked with my roommate, but Trevor's essentially like the third roommate. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's gonna be a great year here. We we got yes. some fun stuff with athletics going on. Trevor's starting new athletics job. Tell yeah. me a little bit. Tell me a little about what, what you've been cooking up. Um, so I work with the basketball and football team. With the football team, I help a little bit out with like operations, recruiting. It's it's a bunch of different like mm-hmm. bunch of different things. Um, he doesn't want to brag, but it's really really cool. It's so, cool. Yeah, props to Trevor. I, I definitely enjoy it a lot. Um, and then basketball as well, which I really love. Um, helping out with the players. Wait, you um, like basketball? I love basketball, obviously. <laughs> this is, I don't know if you knew, but, but yeah. So I think, I think we know. Fun. I think we know here on the podcast that uh, yeah. Trevor's a little bit of a basketball fan. But uh, for the Kobe episode, happy yes. belated birthday to Kobe. How old is Kobe? 41. Um, 41. Yeah, I feel like Kobe could play. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think he could play. I think he'd average yeah. 15 in today's game. Just because he'd shoot 15 times, but I think he could average 15 in today's game. But Trevor, why don't you give the rundown for today's episode? So today we're going to talk about Devin Booker and uh, the little controversial thing about, like, should you double team in an open gym? Uh, USA Basketball, they just lost Australia, which we'll talk about. Jerry Jones and the Zico Elliott incident. Uh, Baker Mayfield and Daniel Jones. And then Andrew Luck, who retired. What? That's crazy. I, like, I, I feel like there's so many people... But and we we were together last night, and when it happened, yeah. I remember me me and my roommate Ben and you were together, this and I mean we were sitting there, and I was like I was telling Ben how it, this is one of those ESPN updates where you read it and you're like you know what I think they messed up this one yeah. I think they got it wrong I thought it was a prank yeah. I was like what so, it is prank week it is it is prank week <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that uh, then we're gonna get into small talk trivia randomly ranked and then our main topic we're gonna talk about college football give a little preview and then toward the end we're gonna talk a little bit about bg football since you know we're very involved in bg football so we can talk mm-hmm. about that first game on thursday morgan state yes. everyone should be there b square everyone should be definitely there. you see us on the pack field the stro. yeah pa- the pack stro. the throw i don't think we play <laughs> in the stroke center uh for those who don't know the stroke center is our pack, basketball arena pack the doit uh, perry stadium is our stadium we'll pack the doit we won't pack the stroke but that'll this- be Later in the, the year, because basketball, football, you know, you'll hear our takes on football later. But basketball, we actually got a we got a squad this year, so I'm yeah, excited about that. But squad. let's get right into our first topic, uh, which is Devin Booker. Uh, Devin Booker was in the news um, for being at an open gym, which players often go to, um, and he was in the news because he was getting doubled up. And he, I'm going to quote him here. He said, "We're not doubling an open gym. I get that all season. Let's work on our game, bro." So, I mean, do you think this is okay? And Joe Noah was playing in the, uh, in the uh, open gym, and he said, yeah, we are. It's part of the game. So do you, are you okay with double teaming in open gyms? I am. Um, I'm of the belief that, you know, in basketball, the goal is always to win. doesn't matter if it's a game where you're just working on your game, uh, the NBA Finals. To me, it doesn't matter what the game is. I'm always trying to win. I know Brandon... I know when we play pickup, you're always trying to win. You're really competitive, and I kind of feel the same way. So I'm not with Devin Booker here. I agree more with Joe Noah. I think double, double teaming is fair game in any basketball game, and you can still find ways to work on your game. So I disagree with Booker. I think that you can double team in an open gym. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little confused by this. I think I understand both arguments, but I would definitely side with the fact. Like, I don't understand why, why wouldn't you want to be double teamed? 
uh, I feel like first of all, that's kind of a uh, kind of like a uh, an achievement, I guess. If you're being double teamed in an yeah, open gym with all NBA players, yeah, it's a ton of respect given to you. I mean that you're that good. And additionally, uh, Devin Booker faced the highest percentage of double teams last year um, at almost twelve percent of the time. Right. So I feel like that's something you would want to work on. Also, like, why are you just taking apart, like, taking away one part of the game? Like, you can't just go into playing basketball and just be like, you know what? You can't do part of the game. You right. aren't allowed to do that. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous regardless if it's an open gym or not. I don't think they came together at the start and said, hey, guys, we're not going to double team. So whether it's an unspoken rule or not, like, I, I think it's ridiculous to completely stop playing and be like, yo, let's not double team. That's not right. Like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it doesn't make a ton of sense. I'm not a professional basketball player working on my game. But at the same time, like, why wouldn't you want to, you know, get that respect and maybe work on other parts of your game at different times when you're not getting double teamed or you're by yourself in the gym? So for me, I don't completely understand where he's coming from um, here. And there was a lot of players to back him up. He definitely got some, you know, help. He, he was backed up a little bit by some players like uh, Durant Gilbert Arenas, I think, uh, backed him up. But uh, overall, I'd say he's this kind of a weird uh, stance he has. But moving along... Uh, Team USA lost, which is another thing I would never thought I'd say on this podcast. Um, they lost 98-94 to Australia. Uh, Patty Mills had 30 points um, on Team Australia to help them win. Uh, Andrew Bogan had another 16, and Joe Ingles had 16 also. Or 15 also, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, this doesn't seem like the Team USA played the greatest game, but they didn't seem like they played bad. It just seemed like Australia played really well. Australia shot 50% from the field. Um, they shot 25% from three versus USA's 33%. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it, this game seemed like it was shouldn't have been this close. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, it's kind of concerning. Obviously, we know that the roster is kind of depleted with the amount of players that we could have had on the team and, and past years we have had. Now we have players who aren't even all-stars on the team. You know, maybe like you have some guys who are like the 40, 50th 50th best player in the NBA on the team so it's concerning to see that we've lost which this is our first loss I think in like 13 years I'm reading this article that says uh ended their 13 year 78 game winning streak so we were winning for a while but now with this depleted roster I mean it's concerning I'm not sure if we're going to be able to win uh this year so yeah great it's this is a little concerning I mean Australia's not the worst but they're definitely not the best uh national team that we played are going to play so uh, def- this is definitely concerning I mean I don't know if I still see a gold medal coming out of this I mean it's def- we definitely have the most talent but it's it's interesting I mean we, I know we've talked a lot about the roster um, on this podcast but it's very concerning why are the best players not wanting to play for their national teams Yeah, I, I think it's a big issue it is and, I, and especially because I think it's been trending this way you know when things keep trending a certain way it it definitely does become a problem we can't really ignore it so although i do like support people's uh right obviously to do whatever they want you know rehab their body work on their game the off season and not have to worry about getting injured i also feel like you know that we should definitely have a good representation of some of our best players playing on the usa national team so it's you know it's interesting it's very, very interesting. Um, you know, I, I hope the best for USA basketball. I think they start the 31st or 1st of September. One of the two, 31st of August or the 1st of September. So we'll see how they, they work out. Uh, but moving on, Jerry Jones uh, had some interesting things to say about Ezekiel Elliott. Um, he was asked about Zeke in some capacity, um, and he responded with Zeke who? Um, which uh, probably not what he should have responded with. 
Uh, how, how do you think this situation was handled? I know Zeke ended up saying he was very displeased with the situation. Uh, I mean, is this just weird? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think, what do you think? I think it's just, like, really unnecessary. Like, I don't I don't get why he would say that. Like, he he's probably thought he was just being funny or something. But to me, this is just really unnecessary. Like, why do you even need to say that? Um, you know, and obviously, he should have known that he was going to get backlash from this, and he did, and probably rightfully so. I mean, you shouldn't be saying that about your star running back, a guy who you should definitely have high priority to uh, sign and keep on the Cowboys so I don't like this from Jerry Jones here uh what do you think it's it doesn't make sense to me what are you trying to accomplish like yeah. do you want to laugh for five seconds right. from some reporters or would you like your star player to sign for you I mean why wouldn't you be respectful and be like you know something along the lines like yeah like I really hope we can come together and get a deal with Zeke you know that'd be great I, I don't understand like, I don't get the point of it you know I feel like it, we, we all should do actions for reasons and he, like he did something that made no sense I don't know if it's his ego getting in the way, the fact that he's like, oh, I'm so much better than Zeke, I'm not giving him the money, or whatever it is. To me, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and also, I feel like this isn't a good look, like, if other players think about signing with the Cowboys, just like if they have the impression that their owner is disrespectful to the star players that he currently has, you know, maybe you wouldn't want to stop, sign with the Cowboys, so not a it's good, a good look. That's a good point. It's a good point. Moving forward, uh, Baker Mayfield had some interesting comments about Daniel Jones. Um, he kind of, these comments got misconstrued a little bit and Baker ended up clearing them up, but he did say he couldn't believe that the Giants took Daniel Jones. Um, and Daniel Jones didn't seem bothered by the comments and ended up being all right. Uh, would you say that Baker should watch his words a little more? Do you think this was just twisted so much where he he was fine? Um, I think it was twisted. I don't think Baker meant anything like bad by this because he also said, I think he was surprised that he was taken as high as he was too. So I think it was definitely misconstrued. They took one little uh, quote out of what Baker said. Um, so I don't think he meant anything bad by this. And I, Daniel Jones said that he appreciated Baker reaching out. And I don't think Daniel Jones has any problem with him either. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, they had a text exchange that it seems like he told Baker, no worries about the comments. You know, it's not really good. So props to right. Daniel Jones. First of all, impressive preseason as a whole. And this, he's treating the situation very well. So far, I'm pretty impressed with Daniel Jones. Um, but moving on to a topic I definitely wanted to talk about today. Um, which is Andrew Luck. Uh, yesterday, we got the big bombshell that he is retiring. Uh, and obviously, I feel like collectively, we were all so surprised. And I mean, from even from a couple weeks ago when I gave our AFC preview, I picked the Colts to go pretty far. Uh, and this definitely throws a wrench in their plans because this was really going to be a great year for the Colts. I, I mean, I truly believe that they were going to be one of the better teams in the NFL. And now they don't have their quarterback. So where do you think this news sets them back? Before we kind of completely address Andrew Luck, where do you think the Colts are set back to? Um, so, so it's gonna be tough. Obviously they need a new quarterback for sure. And now they aren't the favorite to win their division anymore. I would say the Texans are. Um, so it's going to be tough for the Colts. Um, maybe now they go back to rebuilding again and trying to find another franchise quarterback. Obviously they knew they got a good one, Andrew Locke. Now they have to kind of restart that process. It seems like, or maybe they try to find someone in free agency, but I mean, it, it's definitely unfortunate for the Colts. Um, so we'll see where they go from here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sad because this was going to be the Colts. Yeah, I really thought they would have a good chance to, I mean, even compete for a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I, Jacoby Brissett's not going to get it done. Uh, this definitely sets them back a lot, and they'll have to draft a, a younger quarterback moving forward. Yeah, and also I wanted to hit on, like, what do you think about, there's people on Twitter that I've seen that are, like, calling him soft, um, that, like, oh, you're you're tired, you know, you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. um, like, and they're basically you know, kind of making fun of him for it mm -hmm. almost. So what do you think about that? 
If someone is saying that Andrew Luck is tired, they, they should seriously quit being a football fan. I would love to see anyone last one season in the NFL and come back not physically damaged for life. It is tough. It's hard to play in the NFL. And if you have as many injuries as Andrew Luck, it's even harder. I don't blame him for this at all. In fact, this is probably a smart decision for his overall health. I mean, I know it sucks for an organization and a team that really, really enjoys him. I mean, I know, like, if Flacco, right when he was in his prime and they just won the Super Bowl, if Flacco got injured and said, call, he quits, I know I'd be upset, too, for a little bit. But all in all, this is a better life choice for him. I mean, similar to how any of us would make better life choices for ourselves. The fact that people are upset that and they're calling him soft because he doesn't want to get his head pounded in all the time and get all these injuries is ridiculous. And you guys shouldn't call yourselves football fans if that is the case. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I think when you don't know, when you really don't know what someone's going through, it's hard to really just be able to just put an opinion and just mm-hmm. say, oh, he's soft. Like you're just jumping inclusions. I feel like it's unnecessary. You really don't know what Andrew Luck is going through. So mm-hmm. I, I want to I point this out. Uh, there's Some people were upset at the reporter, whoever leaked that he was retiring. And I, I, I feel like you're in a tough situation. I mean, one of the biggest players in the NFL, and this would be huge news and you don't leak it. I know he had, like, plans and stuff. And overall, I, I wish the reporter probably should have, I mean, he probably should have kept it. Andrew Luck had plans after the game to talk to the team, say, like, hey, guys, I'm going to retire. Then have a formal press conference um, either today or tomorrow. I, I think it was tomorrow he was planning on doing it. Obviously, he couldn't do that once it came out. Like, literally in the middle of their game and people were booing him. I mean, it's just terrible. I, I, what do you think? Do you think the, if you were that reporter, would you have held the information? Because um, let's say like a couple hours later, someone else gets that information and they report it. Then you don't get, you know, whatever money, your story, whatever it is. You, I mean, you, you got to do your job essentially. What would you do in that situation? Just to wrap this up. Because it's, it's right. a tough, if it's, it's a really tough situation. So from what I've learned from different like reporters and listening to podcasts is that like people who are writers, they say that you have to be like, it's basically like an integrity thing. Like, if you have to be honest and you have to keep something um, if people don't want you to say it so that you can continue to be a reporter. Like after this, I feel like maybe now people won't want to report anything to him. So I think that's probably not a good move for you to um, like have this knowledge and then go and report it when they don't want you to. So I thought it was a bad move. It's, I, this would be a tough situation. I don't know exactly what I'd do. I, I'd like to say that... I'd be a good person and not share the information. But if that's my job, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I, I, I don't necessarily blame the reporter. I, wanna, I don't yeah. want to say that. It's a really tough situation. I wish Andrew Luck did get his moment to share with the team and to give a formal press conference about this. And you could tell he was very, very sad about this. So all in all, this is not a good situation uh, for the Colts, for Andrew Luck, for their fans, for football fans as a whole. I mean, anytime a big player retires or you know, has to stop playing, it's, it's not fun. You know, as much as I don't like Tom Brady, I don't want him just to stop playing. He's one of the greatest players of all time. I want him to play as long as possible so I can watch him. So, I mean, as much as I don't like him, you, you want the best players playing. Um, but moving on to finish up small talk today, we have small talk trivia. The score is currently 8-8. Eight eight. Uh, I'm going to go first with my question, if that is all right. Um, I, I'm actually going to change up my question a little bit um, because we, we've already kind of talked about my answer. So we mentioned uh, that Team USA lost, right? Yes. The last time they lost was how many years ago? 13. 13 is correct. So that was going to be my question, but I'm going to change it up a little bit okay. just because we mentioned it. What is the team they played? Now, this is going to be hard, and since I changed it up, I'm going to give you two points if you get it right. Okay, the team they lost. Mm-hmm. The team they lost last. Yes, 13 lost years to. ago. 
Okay, I actually know the answer to this. All right, let's hear it. Uh, it's Greece. Greece is correct. Yeah. That'll be two points. I will honor my two points. Yeah. The score is now 10-8. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy yes. you got that one right because I had to give a little audible there. Yeah, I actually found it when I was doing research. So that's <laughs> so, how I knew. All right. Um, so. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with giving you to A. You earned them. You earned them. Yeah. Okay, so my question is going to be related to NFL MVPs. Mm-hmm. And the question is, when who is the player, name the player, that last won an MVP who was not a quarterback? Hmm. Um, so it's going to be a running back. It's a question of what running back. Um, I think the last one was Adrian Peterson. I think it was 2012. Might be wrong. Is that your final answer? I know it's Adrian Peterson. I'm yeah, pretty sure. That's yeah. correct. <laughs> is it 2012? Yes, it's 2012. Yeah, okay, okay. I was pretty sure. I was pretty You're sure right. it was 2012. Yeah. I knew it was Adrian Peterson. I didn't know what year. Actually, You're correct. trivia question for you. I'll, I'll make you a deal. If, 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 if you know this, I'll consider about giving you another point because I just I'll said this. I'll consider, okay. What position and <laughs> player was the last person to win the MVP award that was not a running back or quarterback? Okay, and I won't look at my list yeah, that yeah. I had up. And I didn't beforehand. Um, the, the position and player. Mm-hmm. And I just said this to our live studio audience here, uh, which is of one person. I definitely didn't hear it. Um, I don't think you'll so get it then. My gut instinct is that it's a wide receiver. Um, I'm going to say, I'm just going to take a guess. Was it, <laughs> was it, uh, uh, Randy Moss? <laughs> no, it wasn't Randy Moss. It was actually Lawrence Taylor, linebacker. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can that look on your little ago. list. You can see it's up. Ago. It's like in the 80s, I believe. But yeah, he was the last one that was not, I think he's the only one that's not, uh, any position player. 1986. 1986. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, moving on to randomly ranked, we have a fun topic today for randomly ranked. We're gonna do our top three favorite podcasts. Um, so I'm gonna go first because Trevor listens to a lot more podcasts than I do. Um, I wish I had more time to listen a lot more. Um, Trevor updates me on his podcast. I like him, you know, when you do that. Um, my number three favorite podcast. Uh, this is more of an honorable mention, um, to say the least. I'm not gonna say this is like necessarily my. I don't want to be uh, yeah, annoying, but I would say my top podcast is the Small Baller Podcast. If you guys haven't heard of it, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. Check it out. If You know, you kind of already are checking it out, I guess, if you get what I mean. But uh, moving on to more serious, my second favorite one is Tiny Meat Gang. Um, it's by Cody Coe and Noel Miller. It's a com- comedic podcast. They're really great. They're really funny. I highly recommend you checking it out. And my number one favorite podcast is Rob Has a Podcast. Uh, as we know here, Trevor and I are big break big brother fans big big brother fans huge big brother fans um and they do a lot of big brother podcasts so and all, all reality tv as a whole so that one will have to be my number one okay i like the list so i had a tough time with my top three because i listen to many different podcasts as you mentioned but with number three i am going with rob has a podcast mm-hmm. it's solely pretty much a big brother podcast they do like survivor as well it's mostly like reality tv shows so i i didn't put it number one because i only listened to it basically during the summer like it's right. like certain part of the year like i don't listen to it all throughout the year the next two i listen to consistently so number two i'm going with the joe rogan experience um this is a very good podcast that i've started listening to recently actually and it, it's very good to just put on like in the background when i'm doing anything like just doing like homework or um like making food or anything like it's it's really good it has a lot of interesting conversations and then number one my favorite podcast is the Bill Simmons podcast. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite sports podcast. Um, It's something that I can listen to all year round, very consistently. It's always good. He has some good guests on. Um, So Bill Simmons, I like the way he, you know, he covers sports and talks about things. So it's, 
you know, I, I had a tough time deciding between those two, but I'm going with Bill Simmons as number one. Um, so that it was a fun, it was a fun random rank today. If you guys have any ideas for us, please tweet at us at SmallBowlerPod. We'd love to hear your ideas, um, or contact us in some way, whether it's on our personal Twitters or somewhere else. We'd love to hear what you have to tell us. Uh, moving on to our main topic today, um, which is going to be a fun. We're going to do college football preview by conference, um, and this is going to be an interesting one. Maybe, maybe we'll go into awards if we have some time. Uh, something like that. But for now, we're just going to go over it by conference. Uh, we're going to go through the big six conferences. Um, so that would include the American. And we're just going to do them in alphabetical order. Um, and then we'll kind of wrap up with a BGSU preview uh, a little bit. Um, but to start off, I'll start off with the first conference, which is going to be the ACC. I feel like we're going to have the same answer. This is a pretty easy answer, in my opinion. Uh, number one team uh, in this conference that should win the conference, they probably will not lose a game this year, uh, potentially in the playoff. But up until uh, postseason, uh, Clemson will definitely be the number one team in the ACC. I think that's overall, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is so great. Um, they've kept so many great players. Their offense is insane. Um, their defense is just phenomenal, even with losing all those players on their D-line. Uh, overall, big Clemson fan. I, I, I have them winning it all this year. I know it's kind of obvious. They're the number one overall team uh, in the AP poll and the coaches poll, I believe, too. Um, so overall, I would definitely pick Clemson as my number one team. Yeah, I agree. I also have Clemson winning the ACC. Um, I'm a big fan of Trevor Lawrence after, and I didn't seen a ton of him playing last year, but in the Alabama game, I was super impressed with him. I think he's the best quarterback in college football. Um, I think he's going to be great in the NFL, even though he's still pretty young. So I have Clemson winning, and I, I don't think it's that hard of a decision, as you said. I think, yeah, they're going to win it pretty easily, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I, I, overall, I, I like Syracuse. Um, Miami put up a good fight yesterday against Florida. That was a really great game if anyone didn't see that. Yes. Uh, but overall, I, I really think this is one team race. Uh, I do like Syracuse. Their head coach was Dino, is Dino Babers, coached at BG before Syracuse. Um, shout out to him. So uh, overall, uh, Clemson's very, very good. And I think uh, Syracuse could make some ruffles. I'd love to see them play because their games are always really, really great. Um, but, you know, we'll see when they play each other. Moving on to the American. Trevor, would you like to start off with the American, or do you want me to start? Um, I could start. So I have uh, UCF winning, and um, I think Cincinnati's good too, but overall I think UCF is the best team in this conference. I think that um, the only game I really could see them potentially losing is at Cincinnati, um, but other than that, they have a chance to go undefeated again, and if not, I think they're only going to lose one game, so I have UCF. Yeah, UCF's good. They're very, very good. Um, they're one of the top teams this year again. Um, Mackenzie Milton had a tough go at it last at the end of last year, um, and I mean destroyed. I can't remember what happened. I think he just he destroyed his leg. Um, I don't think he'll be able to play ever again, which is very sad. But overall, they're still a great team. A lot of talent on UCF. They got uh, I think it's Brandon Wimbush. If I could be, I could be wrong, but Notre Dame's quarterback uh, from last year, at least a backup quarterback. So I mean, they have talent on the team. It's kind of interesting. Their whole rise. And claim to fame is very, very interesting, in my opinion. Very, very interesting. So um, they're definitely a team to look out for. I don't think they're. I think they're definitely declining. Of you know, two years ago when they went undefeated, that was a crazy year. I mean, beating Auburn in their uh, bowl game. Uh, overall, though, uh, Central Florida takes the cake. I I don't see Cincinnati coming that close. I know people think they're all right. Team I do like a lot is Houston. I think Houston's really good. I think they're a very underrated team um, coming into this season. Moving on to the next conference, we got the Big 12. Um, why don't I start off with this conference? I, I think there's a lot of good teams in this conference. 
Um, Oklahoma's obviously going to be good with Jalen Hurts. Um, you have Texas with their amazing recruiting classes. Um, and a lot of good other aspects. I mean, you have teams like TCU who have a top 10 defense. You've got Oklahoma State who has one of the best offenses. Texas Tech with an amazing offense. So uh, I think you, you – I actually think the Big 12 this year is going to be really good. Uh, Kansas is terrible. Do not get me wrong. But I'm, I'm impressed with the teams in the Big 12. I think they got a lot of teams that are, you know, top 50 teams. So for me, I think the best team in this conference is Texas. I, I really like uh, Sam Ellinger, their quarterback. I think he's going to be a very close uh, – He'll. I think he'll finish in the top five for Heisman votes for sure. Um, he's, I think he's going to have a great year. Tom Herman's a fabulous coach. Um, as long as nothing crazy happens to them. Uh, I think they'll actually win their conference. I think they will beat Oklahoma out this year. It's been a couple years since they've been able to do that. You know, Tom Herman is definitely a good coach, so I think Texas definitely has a good argument. But I'm just going with Oklahoma. A little bit of a safe prediction, but I'm going with Oklahoma. I think Jalen Hurts is still a very good quarterback. Um, and so I think they are the safest bet. I really do like TCU as well. I think they're underrated. I think they should probably be ranked right now. Um, and I think they will be in a couple weeks. But I'm going with Oklahoma here. Yeah, Oklahoma's good. This is, this is going to be – I'm excited for the Big 12 this year. I'm very, very excited. I think there's a lot of potential. Um, and there's – really, this is one of the first years I truly believe that the Big 12 is actually really good. Like, really, really good. Uh, I mean, they, they got a lot of teams, I think, in the top 50. Uh, here are my rankings. I have, like, six or seven teams. Uh, I think seven teams in the top 50. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. That's SEC levels of play there. Um, but moving on to the Big Ten. Um, obviously, my favorite team is in this conference. I might be a little biased. So why don't you start us off? So this was probably the toughest one for me. Um, but ultimately, I just trust Ohio State. If I'm going to pick a team to win uh, the Big Ten, I trust Ohio State most to come through year in, year out. I think the program they have, even without Urban Meyer, uh, they're the, mo- the team I trust the most. And um, with that, I don't trust Michigan. I know, obviously, you're a big Michigan fan, but I can't. I don't trust Michigan. I don't. I still don't think they're going to beat Ohio State this year. So I'm going with Ohio State. Um, I have a lot of comments in the Big Ten. I'm going to try to make them real quick. If we got some <laughs> more conferences, if Justin Fields plays how I think he will play, uh, Justin Fields. This, this for you guys who don't know. I'm I'm a big football and basketball recruiting fan. I love recruiting rankings and looking at recruits. Justin Fields is the best recruit I've ever seen in my entire life. Going into Georgia, I seriously thought he was going to play immediately. I was super surprised when he didn't win the starting job over Jake Fromm. If he plays how I think he'll play, Ohio State will win the Big Ten. However, most people aren't as high on him as I, I am, and which should give Ohio State more credit than, uh, than probably they deserve. So I, I'm going to go with Michigan here. I'm speaking into it existence. I'm manifesting it. I'm knocking on wood right now. Uh, I'm going to say Michigan does take this one out. I, I, I think I trust Shea Patterson more a little bit. I think he's developed better this year, and he'll be a good NFL quarterback moving forward next year. So I'm going to take Michigan. Here's, there's a couple thoughts, though. Michigan State's defense is phenomenal, as much as I hate them. They have one of the best defenses in the country. Uh, I'm nervous about a lot of teams in the Big Ten. Wisconsin even makes me nervous. Um, Penn State this year doesn't make me as nervous. They lost a lot. So I'm going to say Michigan does take the cake this year. But if Justin Fields plays... As well as I think he will play, Ohio State will win. Okay. Moving on to the next conference, which is going to be the Pac-12. Um, there, there's some good teams in here. Uh, no team that I, I personally love. Um, but what, what do you think for the Pac-12, Trevor? Uh, this one can go a few different ways. Um, but I'm going to go with Oregon. I think uh, with the quarterback situation with Justin Herbert, 
Um, I think they definitely have the best argument. I would go Oregon just because I know for sure that they have a really good quarterback. Even though Washington is good, obviously Stanford's pretty solid. Um, but I'm going with Oregon here. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good pick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Washington, I think. I, I feel more comfortable with Jacob Easton. He was another backup. First of all, I want to point out, Georgia had three great quarterbacks on their team at a point in time. Justin Fields, Jake Fromm, and Jacob Easton. Two of them were the number one overall, or the number one quarterback recruits, and two of them left. So it's very interesting. I'm interested to see how he plays at Washington, but I'm impressed with Washington. I, I have Washington. I actually have them by a good margin. I think they can really win this conference and do well. I'm impressed with Washington State's offense, and I'm impressed with even Oregon's offense on Justin Herbert, but I think uh, Washington will take it with Jacob Easton at the helm. Moving on to our final conference, the SEC, um, where it's a, it's a pretty solid conference here. Uh, all teams are in the top 100, even Arkansas, who's terrible. Um, who do you think is going to win this conference? Um, you know, I've been making a lot of safe predictions, and I'm going to make another safe one. Alabama's going to win the SEC. This isn't that difficult. I do like LSU, but Alabama's going to win the SEC. Um, you know what? I, uh, I'd have to agree with you here. Alabama's going to probably <laughs> win it. Alabama's a little better than everyone else. Uh, maybe except Clemson, but you know what? We'll see. And hopefully they play each other towards the end. Yeah. Um, we have a good year. Let's move right into our BGSU preview to kind of wrap up the show um, today. Uh, how 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 well are we doing? How how what do you think? You're you're our specialist on um, BGSU football. Well, there's been uh, a lot shout of out to Andrew Clare, our, our buddy. Yes. I love Andrew Clare. He's he's rushing a thousand yards this year. Yeah, very I'm, underrated. I'm sure of it. Very sure underrated. Of it. Hopefully, we back. can bring him bring him on the podcast give, one day. Give Andrew Clare more respect. He he needs more respect. Damage. He needs a lot more respect. I I'm excited for Andrew Clare. He's gonna have a great season. Yes. Um, hopefully, we have a quarterback named here in a little bit. Yeah. Because we're playing on Thursday. Yes. Um, but one, one quick statement about BG football. What do you got for us, Trevor? Hmm, one quick, quick statement. Um, I think we'll uh, – well, this is, this is kind of boring. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely think we'll improve. Like, I think our well, win total I think, will improve. I don't, I don't think there's a – yeah, <laughs> but I think we will improve because, I mean, yeah. what, what are we going to go – how can we get worse, <laughs> really? No, we, we definitely won't get worse. Um, I'm definitely hopeful. I like our coaching staff a lot. They have a lot more experience than the past coaching staff. So that's definitely noteworthy, and I think that will um, be shown over the next few years. Maybe not right away, but over the next few years. Of course. And to wrap up today's episode, we're going to go with our quick predictions. To continue with the BG talk, my quick prediction is we win the first game by 42 points. Oh, wow. 42 <laughs> points. We're favored okay. by 20, my uh, roommate Ben just told us. I'm going with 42 okay, versus then. Morgan State. If we don't win by 42, you can come slip my tongue next podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, we got a great game next weekend. Oregon and Auburn. I think that's the college football, uh, the game day. So I'm picking Oregon to defeat Auburn in Texas in that game. It's a neutral site game, so it should be very fun. I'm picking Oregon to win that. All right, and uh, that's going to be it for today's show. Thank you all for tuning in to episode 24 of the podcast. We hit 1,000 downloads, so thank you all so much. I, I, I think Trevor and I both, you know, speaking for both of us, we cannot thank you guys enough for the support you've shown us, everyone. Um, so shout-out to all of you guys. Uh, follow us on Twitter, me and Trevor both, and the Small Baller Pod uh, Twitter account at Small Baller Pod. Uh, we are now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play. Really, there's no excuse not to listen, so please listen. Uh, and just one more time, thank you guys so much for a thousand downloads, and we'll see you uh, next Sunday. Go Falcons!